Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is a Tuesday on the program, and you know what that means. We've got a we got a Raw report to talk about here today. NXT is taking place tonight. Ric Flair is officially gone from WWE, and there's a, there's a lot of stories about it on. I'll tell you more about what I know about it. SmackDown ratings from Friday night. Very exciting. AEW's got a new television deal. Bunch of, uh, bunch of ticket sale notes as well. And, uh, and today is going to be a day where later on in the program, we're really going to give you an opportunity to voice your feedback about a lot of the stories here today. Because for once... It is actually Tuesday, and you know what that means. There wasn't some crazy story that broke overnight. The craziest stuff is just, we're going to be talking about Raw. Did you see the Raw show? Did you did you hear the Raw show? Mm, I did. Yes. I've got a lot to say about the chance on Raw and the crowd sweetening on Raw and fans... And I got a lot to say about that Nikki Ash main event. I refuse, I refuse to call her Nikki A-S-H. It's just the worst name imaginable. It should just be Nikki Ash. Make life easy for everybody. Including the commentators who had to say A-S-H like 250 times during the main event last night. For all of you dummies out there that can't figure this out, this A-S-H is an acronym or whatever. Look who's a dummy now. But anyway, we'll talk about that today and uh, a lot of other stuff. If you want to text the show, it could be a good day for that. 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back in a moment with more, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. Single 
popcorn from Wendy's made with fresh, never-frozen beef has the power to blow your mind. But now that the Dave single is buy one, get one for a buck, as well as the spicy or classic chicken sandwich and the spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, Wendy's BOGO for $1 deal is going to blow your mind and your speakers. Get these faves. BOGO $1 only at Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Ballot for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with combo or any other offer. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Come on, come on, turn the radio. Okay, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Y'all settle in there, Mike? I think so. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Um, mm. I'll mute you. All right, here we go, everybody. So uh, yesterday, I want to start off with this. I don't know if you guys watched Raw or not, but uh, yeah, I always start the show and then I check out the check out the whatever that is chat, the Twitch chat to find out what people are talking about. And uh, you know, we got a lot of great people in the Twitch chat, and uh, and some others as well. But anyway, there's also some great people bringing this up. People like to play this gotcha game. Oh, do you remember when Brian said that things are going to be more exciting with fans? 
Well, I said, they say, I said we're going to have the same crowd sweeting that we had in the Thunderdome, blah, blah. All right. Let's begin, okay? Yes, on Raw last night, there was a degree of crowd sweetening, okay? But those of you that weren't in the building, did any of you not hear the CM Punk chants that echoed through the building on four to five different occasions? You did hear them. You did. Okay. Did you guys uh, not hear when those fans were chanting for Bray Wyatt? Oh, you did. Oh, you did. Yes, yes. Did you guys hear when uh, Drew McIntyre was coming out and uh, and they played uh, a clip of Michael Cole uh, talking about how he's a 16-time champion, his loud cheers? That was that was an exception. I'll talk about that one in a moment. But the point of this is, yeah, obviously they're going to do crowd sweetening. Since when is this like a gotcha or breaking news or oh I was right, dude? I've been watching WWE for 36 years now i believe and for the 36 years that i've been watching wwe they have been doing a crowd sweetening in what universe is this some crazy time where they never learned how to push a boo and cheer button until the thunderdome and now they're doing it more listen Guys don't think they were sweetening the crowd for the four straight years that Roman Reigns was booed vociferous. You don't think they've been sweetening the crowd for John Cena. I mean, they've been sweetening the crowd noise forever. In fact, they used to have this thing called Coliseum Video where they would put out videotapes of their big shows and they literally would edit the shows. They would they would completely remove the crowd audio and put in the crowd audio that they wanted, okay? So, yeah, obviously there was crowd sweetening on the show last night. There's been crowd sweetening forever. But you know what? You can still hear the actual crowd because the only way to totally get rid of the real crowd is you have to completely mute their mics and then put in the audio that you want. WWE is not going to go that far. Because then it gets totally phony. We're like, you're watching a show and there's people going crazy. And then you look at the crowd and they're all going like this. and not. Ma- they're not going to do that. They're going to sweeten. You ever cooked and you put on a little sugar and spice? Yeah, that's what they're going to do. But they're not going to totally replace the steak with a chicken. Okay? Now... I got one other thing to say, then I'll let Mike go on. And by the way, I muted his audio. I'm crowd-sweetening this show. I don't want to turn this into a rant about the world, okay? But if you would like to extrapolate that to the world, you're welcome to. But I won't do that here on the show. But I'm just saying you could. So yesterday, I was doing the show with Filthy Tom Lawler. And we were reviewing SmackDown and Stardom and New Japan Strong. And, of course, we do the show live during Raw. And so I, be- I begin getting flooded with text messages and emails. And uh, I got, like, easily two dozen texts and emails about Drew McIntyre's entrance. Drew McIntyre starts coming down to the ring. And all of a sudden you hear people cheering loudly. And then you hear, 16 time! It's Michael Cole. I don't know if you know this or not, but 
He's not on Raw. So uh, I got all these emails about, my God, these people are so dumb that they hit the Cena.mp3 uh, cheer button. But unfortunately, the one that they, they cut had uh, had Michael Cole talking over it. So it was like completely, absolutely completely ridiculous. So uh, one text after another, one text after another. So I'm reading these texts and I'm making fun of this on the Filthy Tom show because I'm responding to text messages. But let me tell you how to do things in life, everyone. When you hear something and you come to a conclusion about it, and then you begin to get evidence to the contrary, you can either take that evidence to the contrary, realize that you were wrong, and uh, and correct everything, or you can stick to the first damn story that you heard and be a maniac. Another good example would be when I was reading the quarters for, for uh, AEW last week, and Hangman lost, and then they, they lost like a, a quarter million viewers or something like that. And obviously the first conclusion would be, well, a bunch of people got really mad that they beat the Hangman and they turned off the show. Well, then we get flooded with new information, quarter hours, uh, the, the information that DirecTV went off the air for seven minutes, and if you would like to go find out the percentage of homes that have DirecTV and then, like, uh, extrapolate that out to the number of people. I mean, it's, it's very obvious. The new information led to a stronger conclusion, which is the reason that the show had such a massive drop was because for seven minutes a bunch of people couldn't even watch the show, and most people don't stare at a blank screen for seven minutes. They watch something else until the show comes back. And so the thing went like this and it went like that. Point of all of this is, WWE immediately before Drew McIntyre's entrance, they aired a SummerSlam commercial, which included cheers for John Cena and, and Michael Cole screaming about how he was a 16-time champion. They start the show and some bloke accidentally pushed the wrong button and they replayed the commercial audio. That's all it was, Okay. If you would like to stick to your story like a maniac, that it was just them being completely incompetent and trying to put in cheers for Drew, and they, you can, but that's not what happened, okay? So I just want to make that abundantly clear because there's a lot of things to make fun of WWE about and Raw, but that's not one of them. So before we get into Raw, I'd like to give uh, uh, a dry mouth to Mike here, a couple of uh, moments to uh, give any thoughts on crowd sweetening any of this, and then we shall return with that Raw report after this commercial break. Yes, Mike. What is your damn problem today, son? What What is your issue with me today? Why are you taking out your frustrations of Raw upon me today? What did I do you. to deserve this? Uh, slurping loudly on the air. I didn't want the people when? to be uh, When did I slurp loudly on the air there? Uh, well, you know, let's just move on. You, you dared me to do this. We should just move right on and, and talk about Donna Del Mondo. I think we should just replace Raw with talking about stardom. Uh, on Tuesdays, that would make me very happy. But not gonna happen. Yeah. They they had look. They that was when you, things aren't going well. People will point to that and make fun of them, and people will pile on that. But you're right. Okay, if that this is what it was, that's fine. Because as you mentioned, there's plenty of things to talk about when it comes to Raw. If we have to, you know, including oh, we N- shall. Nikki Aish, Nikki Aish. Nikki, A-S-H, whatever. It's just, yes, there's plenty of these things. It was like a bad it's, it's variety Nikki, show last It's Nikki, night. A-S-H, and also Sword. Sword. You wear that one? Sword. Sword. 
It's like a crucifix now. Mm. I guess they want to market swords. Are they going to be that that sized as well, too? Are we going to get big know. foam swords for the children for, uh, for Christmas Yeah, time? we probably are going to get big foam plastic swords. Mm. I wonder how you spell that. But anyway. Yeah. Sword. The sword. Mm. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about with Raw, everybody. The swoon in um, ratings. Yeah, and we'll talk about uh, Ric Flair later on as well because uh, <laughs> Ric Flair, man... Speaking of swords, you guys, all caps. Yeah, did you? No, it wasn't all caps, Mike. It, well, it was not. But every word was yes. capitalized. Brother, <laughs> see, it's weird because sometimes you see a statement and random words are capitalized, and you're like, "Why did you capitalize that random word?" When every word is capitalized, we'll get to that here in a moment. Back in a bit, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. 
Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VBL from WrestlingObserver.com. It's time for our Raw Report. Let's get going here. We'll talk in detail about certain segments later, including the main event, which actually got some time. SmackDown on Friday, the opener on Dynamite got more time than all of the matches on SmackDown put together on Friday night. And that was we were on the way to that on this show, till the main event. We had a Bobby Lashley-Goldberg segment which essentially was Goldberg coming out to personally challenge Bobby Lashley. And then the big angle at the end was MVP got into an argument with Bill Goldberg's son, Hook. And then uh, Goldberg came out and speared MVP. So we'll see what happens at uh, SummerSlam. The youngster has been invited to go to the show. Drew McIntyre beat Veer and old Shankly. Vita's qualification in three minutes. Shanky. He was running wild, and then uh, what's-his-face, Jinder ran in for this qualification, and they were going to beat up Drew, but then he pulled out his sword, and uh, and two of the heels ran off, but not old Shankly. He stood there in fear of Drew. I swear to God, he stood there for longer than the opener on AEW this week. And finally, Drew's like, I'm going to cut this guy's head off. And he starts swinging, and finally, Shankly got the, the you know, get out of here. He got the clue. And so that was that was awkward, and then they fled the building. We had, his family better be worried. Uh, this better not be real life. That better be his acting chops, because if this man is ever run up on anywhere, he is going to freeze, and you're going to take anything you want from him. Forget about, like, robbing his car or something like that. People have this fetish for title belts. They'll steal him out of bags and cars and stuff like that. Just walk up to him and take what you want out of this man. We had, Scared to death. Yes, we had Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. They actually got eight minutes, which is astonishing. And it was a good match in the sense that Rhea Ripley came across as a babyface star. The fans loved her. They went crazy when she got the win via roll-up. They went crazy, and this was like real craziness. It was not all crowd-sweeting. And she hit the riptide on Nia and got a big pop for that. Uh, the finish involved Shayna Baszler distracting Nia, and then they got into a kerfluffle afterwards. And I guess at some point Shayna... Maybe going babyface, which I'm not sure is in the best interests of Shayna Baszler, but I guess we'll see. She's going to lose either way, so I guess who cares. T-Bar and Mace defeated Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. I'll need several minutes for this one, so I'm going to move on. We had a Charlotte Flair segment. There were Becky chants during this segment. There were CM Punk chants, by the way, in like six of these segments. And also uh, uh, We Want Wyatt chants, uh, but they're not going to get him. Nikki Ash, the babyface, hit the ring and attacked uh, Charlotte Flair from behind to set up the match later on down the road, which had already been announced, by the way. They shot an angle to set up a no-holds-barred match that had already been advertised as a no-holds-barred match, because that's what we do. Tamina defeated Dewdrop in three minutes. When Eva Marie tried to coach Dewdrop, it backfired and Tamina won, and then Alexa Bliss and Lily laughed on the screen. Fans weren't into this 
doll. Although we'll get into that later. We had a Miz TV with Damian Priest. It went on forever. I would like somebody to please compile the full roster of signed AEW wrestlers. And then I want the full roster of Raw and SmackDown wrestlers. Because I cannot believe it is possible that Raw has anywhere near the number of wrestlers that AEW does. My gut would tell me they have about a quarter of the wrestlers signed that AEW has. Because this whole show was rematches to 50-50. And on top of that, we got the same guys wrestling two times on the show. Damian Priest beat John Morrison in three minutes. Then a bunch of dudes ran in. And then Damian Priest faced John Morrison again with two partners. And Damian Priest pinned John Morrison for the second match in a row. Not even one of these on Raw and one of these on SmackDown. On the same show. And by the way, he he uh, he didn't even pin uh, the guy that it would make sense to pin, which is Sheamus the champion. He pinned John Morrison twice. Almost squashed Riddle because Almost is big and Riddle is small, and it was not very good. Three minutes was too long for an Almost singles match. We had a Dewdrop uh, Alexa Bliss uh, segment where Dewdrop beat her up. Eva Marie throws down the doll. The doll does the zombie sit-up, and Chicago loudly boos, and they cut away. Because it sucks, but they're going to keep doing it anyway. Keith Lee faced Karrion Cross in a rematch. Keith Lee pinned Karrion Cross. So for those of you keeping track, Karrion Cross won. Uh, he lost his first match against Jeff Hardy. He was supposed to be beaten by Jeff Hardy again, but Jeff Hardy had COVID, so they gave him a win over Keith Lee. Now he's lost to Keith Lee. So if you look at what was supposed to happen, he should be 0-3 and right now on Raw, going into a match with Samoa Joe for the championship at TakeOver. How about whatever? Uh, Reggie defeated Akira Tozawa. His name is Reggie, but his Titantron says Reginald, even though the gimmick is he's Reggie and not Reginald. Who cares? And finally, Nikki Ash defeated Charlotte Flair. Here's the story of this match, everybody. I mean, the wrestling was good, and uh, Nikki Ash did win clean, but I was not a fan of this. I'm going to tell you why. And if you're a fan of Nikki Ash, you're probably going to be mad because that's your trigger that I didn't like this, but if you if you think about it, you actually should be on my side. They wrestled for 14 minutes and 35 seconds. I was so flabbergasted when the match was over that I went back and I watched it again. Can you believe that, by the way? Because I had to confirm that, in fact, in 14 minutes and 35 seconds, Nikki Ash got four offensive maneuvers in a 14-minute and 35-second match. Mike, I want you to out loud count as i as i do a maneuver ready go i'm gonna do a clothesline go one two you're going too slow and i'm going too slow good the point of this is how long does it take to do a move five seconds okay she got four moves so that's 20 seconds okay (laughs) the the uh, match itself was 14 minutes and 35 seconds so so by my math which is probably wrong because i'm very bad at math uh, Charlotte took 14 minutes and 15 seconds 
of a 14-minute and 35-second match. But okay? why are you surprised by that? That makes sense. But this is my point. That makes sense. If you're a fan of Nikki Ash, I'm yeah. sure that you're happy she's champion, and I'm sure you're happy that she won here. But let's let's open our eyes. They ain't doing nothing with Nikki Ash. She is in this spot holding a devalued championship. And uh, and she as soon as she loses this title, which is probably going to be SummerSlam, maybe they'll swerve you and she'll lose it on Raw the next night. They're done with her, okay? Don't get mad at me, all right? If you're doing something with somebody, you do not do a 14-minute and 35-second match and give them approximately 20 seconds of offense in a 14-minute and 35-second match, okay? Bro, I mean, I get mad because either push her or don't. This half-assed thing that they do with her and everybody else is a waste of my time. It is a waste of your time. It is a waste of everybody's time. And you're sitting here getting your hopes up because you like Nikki Ash, and you're being set up for disappointment. I don't like that. But it's what they do. So Charlotte uh, dominated for 14 minutes and uh, 20 seconds of a 14-minute, 35-second match, and uh, and then one, two, three. And then the announcers, all three of them, went crazy about how literally – it was a miracle. It was a miracle that your women's champion defeated Charlotte. A miracle. I'm sorry. I'm not into a championship where it is a miracle that the champion pinned somebody else. It is a waste of my time. So anyway, I didn't like it. If you liked it, I'm happy for you. But prepare for disappointment. That's my point. She's one of their weird, childlike characters who, it makes sense she would only get four moves in the match. Look at how she talks about herself. She's the champion now. Yes, she may almost be a superhero, but you know what? I've got the confidence now of this championship, and I know I can do something. And still, no. It's still about, boy, you know what? When you fail, because you know you're going to fail, you can say that you tried. And it's just, this was the main event of Raw. On display last night, plenty of their childlike characters. The whole Alexa Bliss thing. Whoever thinks this Eva Marie thing is is amusing because she can't act. And these segments are just absolute death. Riddle, although Riddle with almost makes sense in that they still want to continue to have AJ and almost be bad guys, and Randy is going to come back and Riddle throwing himself around for almost. I mean, you know that was probably the the best thing you could do, you know. But the the rest of it was the stuff that wasn't like just challenging to watch in that way. It was all just. By the numbers, spinning wheels to get to the next thing. Yes, you had Goldberg come out and, and go face-to-face with Lashley, but then after that, Karrion Cross and Keith Lee going 50-50. I guess we're going to get another match that way. And then the whole rest of the show, it was all just kind of like a slow build to get to what we have coming next, and it wasn't exciting, it wasn't exhilarating to watch, and I can't believe that anybody that watched the beginning, it was a long way to make it to the end, and I'm not sure how many of them did it. We'll find out.
Back in a moment with more Observer Live. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, got a couple of other news notes here and then uh, some feedback from you guys. But uh, Mike has some comment here. Before anybody gives feedback on Raw, I mean, at least for me, it's like, what was good in that three hours? And Goldberg and Bobby Lashley, it was good. It was paint by the numbers, but it was good. So move that forward. Fine. Two big stars. Big match. I don't want to necessarily see it, but fine. It's big for SummerSlam. 
Like you mentioned, talked off air, Rhea Ripley last night, getting over, looking good. That worked fine, although there might be some sort of spike that needs to come off her outfit to whatever it was that cut Nia, you know, fine. Seamus, Damian Priest, we're going to be getting that. We saw it in the worst possible way, but at least if I was going to hang my hat on a match that I want to see in WWE right now, that's actually one of them. And, and to see that on SummerSlam, those two guys tearing into each other, I think that's probably going to be really good. And then from there, it's like, that was it. In three hours, Charlotte's promo, if you like Charlotte just being a a the type of heel you know, you, you just you want to scream at and throttle her delivery, everything about it, how she shut down the Becky chant, all that. But what it le leads to stinks because it led to the Nikki Ash match. And it just I hated that. And then there was Reggie, who I'm amazed by that guy, the Cirque du Soleil performers. I really am. He's got a spot on my show. I don't know what it is, and I certainly don't think it's going to be in the third hour. So, I mean, his performance was like, it was cool because he can do these things, but it's like, this is still supposed to be like, when nothing else is clicking, like when things are hot and things are working out really well, a character like Reggie is a lot better and more palatable to have around doing things. When things aren't, it just is part of this sideshow where this whole carnival isn't working. And that's in three hours. Like this was a completely skippable show. If you didn't see it and you want to go back, it's like, you don't even really have to go back and watch the highlights that are on our main page that WWE puts out. You don't miss a thing. If you never, if this show just evaporated into thin air, you would never miss a thing. All right. A couple of things here. Uh, first off the listen, Charlotte was very good in the match. Nikki Ash was very good in the match. I thought the story of the match sucked as far as, like, getting over Nikki Ash or getting over your championship. That's the issue. Now, I got two other things I got to say here. Ali. Ali is from Chicago, and Ali came out, and the crowd went nuts for Ali, and they chanted his name, and him and Mansoor were facing T-Bar and Mace, Okay. So, to get to the point, a three-minute match, and they pinned Mansoor, uh, defeating Mustafa Ali's team. And then, just to make sure that uh, you don't cheer the guy anyway, they laid out Ali with the double choke slam and left him for dead in his hometown. Now, I realize that, like, this is WWE's MO. You must beat people in their hometowns, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This one is particularly irritating because... The whole storyline is that Mansoor is a babyface who thinks that him and Ali would be a good team. And last week, Ali agrees, fine, I'll do it one time. They team up together, and they win. And Ali's like, my God, we actually won. So you come back the next week, and the forget Chicago. The only way the storyline makes sense is if they win again. So on top of beating the guy in his hometown, you screwed up your storyline on top of that. Because now, the babyface is in fact an idiot. The heel was right. Well, I don't want to team with you. What does the babyface say? But we can do it. We can win. Well, guess what? He's wrong. You can't win. So you screwed up your storyline, and you beat a guy in his hometown that was over, who, by the way, if you actually watch the storyline and you know they're going, I mean, 
Ali should be a babyface coming out of this. So you had a built-in cheering crowd for the guy, and you beat him. You made him look like a failure. You made the babyface Mansoor look like a dummy. You screwed everything up. My is that God. your storyline? Why is, is this theirs, so hard? Bro? But is that your storyline or theirs? That and is I, their storyline. They I, told you that. But here's the thing. I'm not making this doing, up. That's the story just, they were telling you. But in their world, they're just doing this to get to another match with Mason T-Bar. And, and that, like, that's it. Like, in their world, that's it. They got heat. Heat. Okay, so, all right, we got heat for, for one week. That's how they're looking at that, even though it never works. When you do this to somebody in their hometown, it always just leaves bad feelings. But in their world, they got heat, and now we're leading to another match. And the long-term story, I mean, I don't know what their actual plan is. I really don't. I don't think they, they know their actual plan. They don't have a plan. That's the whole thing. But so the what, key is there could be an easy plan. What storyline are they doing? Mike, it's all a there's an easy plan here, which is they win the tag team titles in Saudi Arabia. Bro. They should. You're right. But that's Well, you've already screwed up the story. Way. Who cares now? But was it ever really their story? Because did they even put that much thought into it, Brian? And what they thought about three weeks ago when they were doing this, does it have anything to do with what we saw last night? Well, listen. I mean, I know that really. you have no faith. Because and I, you... I agree that my faith is normally misplaced. But when you, when you confirm internally that you are going to Saudi Arabia... And that very same week, you put Ali and Mansoor together as a team, okay? Clearly, there was an idea that week, all right? They've already screwed the entire thing up. And part of it was because we just had to beat Ali in his hometown when he was getting cheered. Let me talk about Flair. Again, I don't have a lot to say, but I want to make something clear here. Ric Flair issued a really weird... <laughs> Uh, randomly capitalized. Here's a statement. I am officially able to respond to all the press related to my requested release from WWE, which they have given me. I want to make it really clear with everyone that I'm not upset with WWE at all. They solely are responsible for putting me in the position of life that I'm in right now, where I'm seen in the brightest light ever. We have a different vision for my future. I wish them nothing but continued success. Thank you for everything. Nothing but respect. It's possible that's a book title, and that's why it's capitalized the way it is. <laughs> but anyway, so what I want to bring up here is uh, there has been, I don't know if an argument, debate, whatever. Did he quit or was he fired? Okay. And there have been, there have been claims from both sides. Did he quit? Or was he fired? I'm just going to tell you the story that I heard, which actually pretty much explains all of this. I heard that Rick was unhappy with Charlotte's booking, which apparently doesn't watch the show. But anyway, he was upset with her booking. And so the story I heard was that he sent a text message to Vince and the text message essentially said, you either fix it or I quit. Vince, of course, did not fix it. And so, like, Ric Flair quit. So you can actually, whichever side you're on, Flair's side or WWE's side, I mean, you can, you can basically say that Vince fired him because he refused to kowtow to his demands. 
Or you could look at the flare side and go, well, his demands weren't uh, kowtowed to, so he quit. So basically, I think that actually explains the discrepancy here in the story. Did he quit or was he fired? Well, he, he gave them an ultimatum, and Vince was like, forget about it, buddy. So, you know, either side, technically, I guess, would be correct. What a worker. That's a worker for you. They're both you workers. Think, you think Vince is going to actually do that? So, yeah, it was an easy way for Rick. I mean, hey, I mean, with Conrad and maybe Tony, you don't need Vince. Vince isn't so shiny anymore. You're all set up now. You got your car shield deal and all that sort of stuff that you have going on. I just, oh, man. <laughs> just I love how this is put back to, to Charlotte and about her booking. And I, I would be, you can be annoyed by that, but I think that would be about... Uh, 0.0001% of the possibility of why Rick wanted out of this deal and why he would see greener pastures possibly elsewhere. A couple of other quick notes, and we'll go to the phones. So the Raw show last night is noted. You want to talk about a sellout? 12,629 tickets were available. 12,629 tickets were sold. So it was an absolute complete sellout. The Dynamite show... On uh, Wednesday, which is homecoming to Daly's Place, is uh, currently at 2,200 tickets. They have uh, about uh, 850 left. I do not think it's going to sell out. Again, I don't know why Tony's not buying those tickets. But uh, it's not going to sell out, but it will be the second biggest crowd that they have ever done in Jacksonville. And that's doing a homecoming like three weeks after they left. So that's pretty good. And then uh, we also have an update from Russell Tix on NWA 73, which is coming up on August 29th at the legendary Corson Ballroom at the Chase Hotel in St. Louis. Uh, they are currently, and this was uh, from a while ago, so uh, if you are listening to this and you want a ticket, you go now. Uh, the capacity was 856. They had 850 tickets out. There were six tickets left. They're probably Dang. gone. Well, but if they're not, uh, you know, if you wanted to, you could also go buy those tickets just to say that they had a sellout. A, uh, but who would this, do that? This probably should be noted because we are rolling up on the the Arthur Ashe show. I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen, but apparently New York is requiring proof of vaccination for indoor dining in gyms. Was announced today. First U.S. city believed to do so so i don't know if that's going to be a domino that falls as far as going to see wrestling shows indoor even outdoor with arthur ash i know it's an indoor outdoor stadium i guess with a retractable roof don't know exactly how that all that's going to go down but it may be something to think about if you're only one vaxxed or if you're not vaxxed up at all tony you're on the air brother what's going on first call in a week yo brian yo mike yo homies yeah, I'll make it real quick. Brian, um, are they seriously going to break up Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler? Dude, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. After what that raw report, you're asking of- me to predict the future? Well, here's the thing. What is the point of the WWE women's tag titles if they're going to? They broke up Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Natalia's out indefinitely. What's the point of those titles at this point? Well, my Shotzi friend. and Knox against Dewdrop and Eva Marie. Book it, baby. You know, uh, Shotzi and Knox have uh, dropped off the face of the earth and had uh, some argument with some dork on the board yesterday about this. Dude, they won a non-title match. 
they won a second non-title match, which was billed as a championship contender match or whatever. So now they've won twice over the tag team champions. It's time for a title shot. Vanished off the face of the earth. Gone. Vince just Vince just realized that uh, Knox has an accent and that Chotzi has green hair and he doesn't understand her. Let's go through some of the uh, texts and such here. Uh, this person says, I hope Rick was mad they stopped counting her NXT titles in her total. <laughs> Actually, he should be happy about that because if they take out the NXT titles, that means she has to win the actual title like five more times. As opposed to just one or two more times. So that actually should Woo. make him happy, quite frankly. Can't catch the old man. Woo. She can keep winning them belts. Ha ha. Uh, new AEW Homecoming update. Uh, They're now at uh, 2,500 fans with 500 tickets left. Cody mentioned his conference call. They'd be busing 600 kids to the show for the community outreach program. So, in fact, oh, a correction. God. This is the most attended show at Daily's Place ever. Back in a moment, Observer Live. New conspiracy, it's coming. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
you get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I want to say one thing. Edward here says, it frustrates me to no end how they constantly beat the wrestlers in their hometowns like Ollie and others. I guarantee they will be baffled at why they're doing a lower house the next time they come to town. Well, let me say this. I don't think that beating Ali is necessarily going to lead to a lower house in Chicago because the key to WWE shows now is nobody's going for anybody with the exception of John Cena. You're going to see the circus comes to town. WWE is coming to town. You're coming to see the show. You're coming to see Raw. You're coming to see SmackDown. But the, the point is, the larger issue is, the reason that there's literally one guy that you can put on the card and he'll sell thousands of tickets is because they don't have anybody that fans actually see as money-drawing stars. And one of the reasons is the way that they book everybody. So I'm not saying that if Ollie would have won last night, like all of a sudden he's going to sell tickets next time. But fans look at the Raw and SmackDown rosters, and they don't see any individual... I mean, they see them as, like, you know, TV people or whatever, and they know who they are, or they may like them or whatever... But nobody, with the exception of John Cena, is a money-drawing, ticket-selling star for WWE. Fans buy the ticket if they want to go to Raw. Fans buy the ticket if they want to go to SmackDown. And you know this because they don't even advertise matches or anything like that. And when they put tickets on sale, you largely don't even know who's going to be on the show. It's also why they went from... uh, Oh, we're going to do these shows? Well, now we got to do super shows. we got to put more people on the show. You're not going to see individuals, and part of the reason for that is the way that they book everybody. Nobody gets over. So anyway, that's the show. Later on tonight, myself, Vinny, and Craig, Retro, Raw, or SmackDown. I forget. I'll tweet it. Sorry. And uh, a lot of other stuff as well. So check out WrestlingObserver.com, video.f4wonline.com. Want to thank all the Twitch homies, Mike as always, callers and listeners over the studio. We shall talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.